Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seven soccer show. Time creates your life. You never know what happens tomorrow. With Rowan Hendricks. But now, you in charge by time. Hashtag making good choices. Space and matter. On www.rh7soccershow.co.za. You ought to get up in the morning and say, God, I want to know you and love you more. I have done this every single morning of my life for decades. I don't get out of bed in the morning before I do this. I sit on the edge of my bed before my feet touch the ground and I, I, I just say this, dear God, it's another day. And if I don't get anything else done today, I want to know you a little bit better and I want to love you a little bit more. And if at the end of the day that life sucked, that day sucked, everything went wrong, it was terrible. I sinned, there were mistakes, there were all kinds of grief and problems and difficulties. If at the end of the day I know God a little bit better and love him a little bit more, I didn't waste that day. On the other hand, doesn't matter how many things you accomplish, how many things you achieve, how famous you become, how much money you make, if at the end of each day you don't know God a little bit better and love him a little bit more, you just wasted that day because God did not create you and put you on earth just to mark things off your to-do list. Before my feet even hit the floor, you know, before I actually physically get out of bed, I just take that moment to remember, and one of my favorite verses for the morning is Psalm 143, verse eight. And it says, let the morning bring me words of your unfailing love, for I've placed my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. And then I simply say, good morning, Lord. I don't know where you're going, but wherever you're going, I'm coming with you. And the reason I love that, it says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, not mine, because I will fail. That's part of being human. And, and show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. It's just a way of acknowledging, Lord, my steps are ordered by you. So today I want to gladly walk close to you in the steps that you have ordered. Every morning I pray that God will put somebody in front of me that I can help, somebody that I can be a blessing to. And I'm not talking about on TV or in the pulpit. I'm talking about me personally as I'm out and about in my world, who can I help and who can I bless? Let your light shine before men. 
that they might see your good works and what glorify your Father who is in heaven. Every day of my life, I pray that God will use me to make somebody else's life better. This is a time for us to begin to use our talents. Because every one of you, every single one of you has something to contribute in society. Every one of you has a ministry. Every one of you has an anointing from God. I just love to think about what could happen if every believer really understood who they are in Christ and what they have to contribute and we would stop shrinking back in fear and we would just get out in the midst of our world, your neighborhood, where you go to the marketplace, where you shop, where you go to school, where you go to church, and we would simply do what the Bible says, let your light shine. Whatever, stop worrying about what you can't do and start using what you can do. Every day you should declare, I have the favor of God. Favor is on my family. Favor is on my health. Favor is on my business. Favor is on my finances. This needs to be a way of life where every day, whether it's sunny or rainy, whether you're on the mountaintop or in the valley, you get up in the morning and say, I have the favor of God. That's not just to remind yourself, not just to show God that you're trusting Him, but you're showing the enemy who you belong to. And the scripture says, if you will acknowledge God in all your ways, He will crown your efforts with success. One way to acknowledge God is all through the day, under your breath, declare His favor. You may not see how you can accomplish a dream, how you'll get well, doesn't look like it's ever going to change. People don't have the final say. People don't control your destiny. People can't see the favor on your life. They don't know what God is about to do. Don't let them talk you out of your dreams. Don't let people convince you that you can't get well. You'll never afford a nice house. You'll never break the addiction. They're looking at the natural. We serve a supernatural God. One touch of his favor will catapult you ahead. They may be negative, discouraging, condescending. Let it go in one ear and out the other. None of that can stop your purpose. The favor on your life will defy the odds. Favor will take you where you don't have the qualifications. On paper, it may not make sense. Don't worry. God knows what he's doing. Good morning, welcome back to another Morning Motivation Show right here on the RA7 Soccer Show. It's a Thursday, the 10th of December, 2020. Heading towards Christmas, heading towards the festive season. Hope you are well wherever you find yourself in the world. Thank you for tuning in live to this, the RA7 Soccer Show. Your host, Ron Hendricks, chatting to you live as we do it one more time to motivate you and to inspire you into hashtag making good choices today have some music and then also uh, listen to the message by Pastor Stephen Furtick enjoy my God is 
If you just tune into this, the show is proudly powered by Iod Radio, syndicated all the way in New York City. This morning we're going live again, as always, from Cape Town in South Africa. Hope you enjoy the show with me, the music, and also a message to follow by Pastor Stephen Furtick. Be blessed.
Are you all right? What if I ask you that, just the two of us? Are you all right? It's one of those questions that we ask that we really don't want to know the answer to. You know, you, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, man, I'm all right. Got this thing on my back. I don't know what it is. It's changing colors. I'm all right. It's a complicated question. Are you all right? That depends, because this woman would say, I've got a lot of money, but I just lost my son. You all right? Well, that depends. You know, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed about what's going on with my company, but you know what? God's been doing a miracle in my family. What a question. Are you all right? Ask her, are you all right? You know the difference between God and people? He really wants to know. <laughs> the other people who ask you that, they do not expect a detailed answer with subpoints. And I love the woman because Gehazi comes to ask her, Are you all right? But he's not the one who prophesied the baby to begin with. <laughs> so watch what she does. Watch what she does in verse 26. Watch what she does in verse 26. I know she said, we said she's a great woman, but he said, Are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? Neither, none of these are all right. She's not all right. The husband is so old, he can't carry Bobby up the stairs. We're going to give the boy a name. And, 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 and the son that he's asking about is dead, and she does something. Even though she's a great woman, she lies. Everything is all right. 
She's lying. Like you. Everything's all right. It's all right. Nothing to see her. I'm good. She's lying like your Instagram feed. I said she's lying like your Instagram feed. She is lying like that picture you posted from the family vacation on Facebook. She is lying. Why did she lie? Maybe she wasn't lying. Maybe she just knew something. Maybe she knew I don't need to talk about my problems to somebody who doesn't have the power to solve them. This is a word for somebody. I don't need to, I don't need to process this in a place that is powerless to help me. And I, I want to stop asking everybody else about stuff that only God can fix. I want to stop trying to fix things publicly that can only be dealt with privately. I want to quit seeking affirmation in public places and let God speak to the place. Come on, is this for you? I'm asking. Tell me right now in the comments, is this for you? She said, I'm all right, but I'm not really. And look what she did next. She pushed right past the person who had no power to solve it. Quit talking to everybody about everything. Quit complaining to everybody about everything. Quit letting everybody know all your business. Quit trying to cover up stuff for people and go back to the one who spoke it to start with. And when she got, verse 27, to the man of God at the mountain, she took hold of his feet. She's great enough to saddle up the donkey, and she's humble enough to fall at his feet. And you've got to be both. She came down, and Gehazi came to push her away. I bet you got something right now as I preach this word trying to push you away. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. He doesn't. This isn't for you. This is somebody else. You're not good enough for that. You don't have any right to expect that. But the man of God said, leave her alone. Leave her alone. This is between the two of us. See, I spoke this to her. I spoke this to her. She's in bitter distress, but the Lord has hidden it from me, and I don't know why yet. Holly, the next verse is what brought me over. Because after I preached last week's sermon, I saw this verse. Did I ask? I stopped. I said, Yeah, of course. Of course, you want me to preach this, Lord? For everybody who's dealing with something they didn't ask for. I was just trying to take care of you. I wasn't trying to invite this in my life. I didn't even want all this. God, you shouldn't have called me to do this if you were going to let it be so hard that I couldn't do it. Did I ask? She's at his feet now. She's off her donkey now. Did I ask? I didn't. I asked you to come eat. I asked you to come stay. I didn't ask you to ruin my life. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. You did this. You started this. I told you it would end like this. I didn't want to get my hopes up. It hurts to hope. The more I hope, 
the more open I am to disappointment. I told you this was going to happen. Every time I try, I fail. Every time I start, I stumble. I told you it would be like this. I knew it would end like this. I knew I shouldn't feel good. I knew I shouldn't try. I knew they would betray me. I knew they would let. Did I ask? (sighs) She had the good sense to know how to get back to the one who started it. I know you didn't ask for a special needs child. I know you didn't ask for I know you didn't ask for the economy to do what it's doing right now. I know you didn't ask for it. But just because you didn't ask for it doesn't mean you can't handle it. You just got to know what to do with it. Put it back on the bed. Put it back in the place. She stood in the doorway where the prophet made the promise. She put the belt, the boy that God gave her on the bed. She went to the prophet. She fell at his feet. And look what she said. Are, are you ready for this? Oh, this is so anointed. Because in verse 30, after Gehazi went back to do what he could do, the child's mother said, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. Where have we heard that? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before. That's the same thing Elisha said to Elijah. That's the same thing Elisha said to Elijah. That's the same persistence that started his ministry. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. And God is saying, if I did then, I will now. If I spoke it, I will perform it in an empty room, in a full room, with many, with little. Abounding or abased. I will not leave you. She said, you spoke this. You started this. Now you got to do something about it. You know how you know you're growing in your relationship with God? When you can tell him the real stuff at his feet and trust him like that. Everybody else sees what you do. Oh, she's got a big house. She keeps the preacher over there. They didn't know the depth of disappointment of her barren womb. Only God knew that. Some things only God knows. 1 Corinthians 2 says, The spirit of a man searches the man. Only God in you knows. There are some things that I can't say through this camera today. It's just between you and God. So maybe God put you in this moment so he could tell you a few things, just the two of us. God said, I need your attention right now. I need you at my feet right now. I'm trying to bring some things to life, but I need this to just be the two of us. I'm going to use people, but when Elisha followed the woman back to the house, look at it. The boy was there on his couch.
and the mom, the woman, the great woman, the proactive woman, she did something that we all have to do sometimes in our life. That after you've done all you can do, the Bible says, verse 33, Elisha went in, shut the door on the two of them. And now the woman who birthed this boy has to stand outside the door and trust God's prophet to do what only he can do. Are you standing on the other side of a closed door today, wondering how God is going to get your kid out of this one? I imagine that this woman who was proactive enough to tell her husband, saddle up the donkey and buy a lamb, rushed into the room. And maybe, maybe she thought she was going to stand there and give orders, you know? She's that kind of woman. But the prophet knew something about when God wants to do something really amazing in your life. He turned to the woman and said, I know that you gave birth to this boy, and I know you're great, and I appreciate you. But right now, it's just the two of us. He sent her out the room. He sent her out the room where she couldn't see. He sent her out the room. Verse 34 says, He got on the bed and lay on the boy mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hands to hands. Somebody say out loud, it's personal. It's personal. He didn't just lay a staff on him. Gehazi tried that and it didn't work. It's going to be personal what God does in your life. This is a personal word. God says, I'm going, to, I'm, going to actually, I'm going to actually connect with you. Your eyes you see so you can touch and feel. It's personal. He laid down on the boy and stretched himself out on him, and the boy's body grew warm, but he still wasn't alive. So Elisha turned away and walked back and forth in the room. Walked back and forth in the room. Everybody say it's a process. Come on, say it out loud. It's a process. I want you to say that, Shay, about everything in your life that you don't understand. He's pacing around the room. He's pacing in the room. And the woman has no idea what's going on on the other side of that door, and you have no idea what God is doing behind the scenes in your life, and the prophet is pacing. I think he sent her out of the room not just because it was personal and not just because it was a process, but because it was private. I hear the Spirit of God saying right now, I need some alone time with your problem. I don't need you standing over me so much telling me what to do, so I'm going to close this door. I'm going to spend some time with that thing you've been worrying about, and I need you to just go right now, and you can walk around downstairs, and I'll, I'll walk around upstairs. But the Bible says that she, she had to stand on the other side of the door. You know how much faith it takes? to stand there with the thing that you gave birth to. Some of you, God is saying, give me my promise back. I'm the one who gave it. I, I can't have you standing over me telling me how I'm supposed to do it and when I'm supposed to do it. Leave this thing with me for a little while. You've been stressing so much, and every time you stress about it, it interrupts what God is doing. So shut the door. Like the woman with the oil earlier in 2 Kings 4, she shut the door and the oil flowed, and he shut the door, and he got with the boy, and the Bible says, how many believe the Bible? How many believe in miracles that on the other side of that door, 
the word of God did for that woman, what she could not do for herself. I feel the word of the Lord coming forth into your situation today. And when he got back on the boy, the boy sneezed seven times. That's the number of completion. God said, let me finish this. I started it. Let me finish this. I've got your promise. I've got your dream. I've got your destiny. I've got your hope. I've got your petitions. I've got your prayers. And God says, give it back to me, just the two of us. God's working while you're waiting. He's working while you're waiting. We thank God for open doors. We thank him for closed doors. Because what he's doing in this moment is greater than you know. What he's doing in that room in your life is greater than you know. You thought you built it for one thing, you really built it for another. Give him that space. This is a Holy Spirit moment. What do you do when the thing that you didn't ask for happens in your life? The thing that you were holding in your arms one moment dies in the shifting seasons. I hear God saying, take it back. Put it in that place. Because today is a day of miracles.
your favorite radio stations plus your on-demand music collection all in one app iHeartRadio All Access now allows you to take your music collection offline to listen anywhere without a connection or using data from the My Music Pivot tap on a playlist you want to take offline toggle to offline indicators will fill in seconds showing when your tracks and playlists are available offline Radio plus unlimited music all in one app. We see you on the cross. That's it this morning from me, your host Ronnie Hendrick, signing up from Cape Town in South Africa. Thank you for being live with me. And if you're listening on the podcast, don't forget to please check out my website on www.r87soccershow.co.za. Yes, it's a soccer show, but we do this Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.45. Morning motivation to get you started, get you motivated and get you inspired to start your day. Hope you'll have a great one today. Be careful out there. Wear your mask. Sanitize. Observe social distancing and take care. Remembering that we have lost so many lives this year, yet we are entering into a time where we are privileged to spend another Christmas, another festive season. Remember the season. Remember what we've gone through this year. And also remember that the blessing is still upon your life. Cheers. Goodbye. Your host, Ron Hendrix. Signing up.
could we forget after what we've experienced oh it's unforgettable it's unforgettable oh how could we forget after what we experienced Oh, up from the mud and the mire clay, he lifted me. Up from the mud and the mire clay, he lifted me. Oh, I remember, I won't forget how he took my life from the pit. I remember, I won't forget how he took my life from the pit. You took our lives from the pit. We'll remember, we won't forget. Look at where we are now. Look at where we were back then. We'll remember, we won't forget. How you took our life from the pit. We'll remember, we won't forget. Look at where I am. Just to get me closer than I've ever 